This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass. Apparently, Blade makes people laugh. Preach, your checks are on the way, people. Thank you for that. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Courtney. How you doing? Hey, Blake. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Uh, what are we talking about today, Courtney? So today we are talking about something. I'm actually pretty excited about this, but maybe you've had a goal before. You were really excited about it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you started sharing the goal with all the people. I broadcasted it. You broadcasted it. Hashtag New Year, New Me on Instagram. That's right. And then some people kind of made you feel not so great about goals. Yeah, so like they neg me, you know? They're negative, bad vibes. I- I'm glad you clarified because I literally didn't know what that meant. Yeah, you haven't been negged. That was very millennial of you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they make you feel kind of bad about your goal. We call this goal shaming. What has someone actually done this to you? Well, I I feel like there's like this line of if you share a big goal, you know, they can kind of take it several different ways. It's like they can belittle your ambition, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, that's too big. Like, why does she think that she could do that? Or they feel like I'm bragging mm-hmm. um, or they're just like questioning, you know, like, who does she who think, think she is? Are. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that can come across in passive ways. I, I feel like I've also seen the other side, which is I feel so great after sharing that I feel like I've already accomplished the goal almost. You know, that mm. you feel like it's, I don't know, it's not really goal shaming, but it's almost like uh, like a, a goal illusion or achievement illusion, if you will. Right. Well, I think the the message here is there are like, there's a lot of gray area. Like, wh- what's actually the best way to do this? Because like, we would all agree that accountability is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, we all need accountability. There's not really one simple rule. But we found three principles for goal sharing that's kind of going to guide you. Exactly. It's a case-by-case type of a thing. It is good to share goals, but there are three principles. And so we want to share those on this episode so that you don't have to experience the goal shaming thing. That's right. People negging you about your goals. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to take on. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to feel confident and supported in your goals. And that's what we all want. Exactly. And you'll have the accountability that you need when the going gets tough. Exactly. All right, before we get into it, Verbs, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Courtney. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm great, except, you know, other than trying to figure out these new fancy words that Blake is throwing down. Verbs, do you have any vocabulary that you'd like to educate Courtney with today? I think uh, we any? probably met our limit for today. She's, she's still reeling from, the, from this yes. getting negged, <laughs> as I am as well. <laughs> But I'm uh, I'm sending a greeting once again to all of our faithful listeners. So glad you guys are here. Listen, if you are not a part of the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook, believe me when I tell you, you want to be in there. There's a lot of great conversation that happens all the time from planner users all over the globe, literally 
asking questions, helping others who have questions. Um, so just a great place to be. If you're not there, please search in Facebook for Full Focus Planner Community and get in on all the happenings. Goal shaming is a real thing. It really is. Even if you feel like you haven't experienced it before, it's a thing. It's totally a thing. <laughs> That's the yeah. thing. It's like, look, you like you locate yourself when you start to share goals. Not only do you locate yourself, but you also identify who's really with me in this life journey as a friend or not. Oh, we should have this conversation on the podcast. We are. It's just being recorded. He put in on the, the red he put, <laughs> right now. He put the scuba gear on and he went deep with us on goal shaming. I, I personally feel like I don't have that as much, but I also, I struggle with the other side. I don't probably share as much as I should because I'm afraid of, you know, oversharing. So what are the principles that we have today? Principle one is share goals with people who will affirm you. You know, not every goal, we've said this, it shouldn't always be public. It might be too private or personal to share with anyone. Literally, it may be a goal that you don't tell anyone. It's just your own personal goal. Yeah, not every goal belongs on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, and actually, the kind of affirmation you get from that type of social media is false. You know, like it doesn't cost you much to put it out there. Um, and you don't get any accountability, really, and it just doesn't last. Exactly. So you want to consider, who could I share this with that will genuinely affirm and encourage me? Genuinely do that. You don't want kind of a, a fluffy, oh, yeah, you go, girl. Do people still say that, Courtney? <laughs> uh, occasionally. <laughs> you still say it. He went from say, millennial to actually, throwback yeah. Thursday. Yeah, right. Courtney I, says that to herself in the mirror as part of her morning routine, right? You go, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, I do not. Uh, so for a really personal goal, you know, you may want to just share that with your inner circle only. Um, or like maybe you have a really big, huge, audacious goal, and you really want to share that with someone that's an optimistic high achiever that you know, you know, hey, they're not going to think this is crazy. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, yeah, you've got this. Yeah, or someone that you know that's achieved that goal. Ooh, I love that. Right? They've so, been there. Exactly. Like it's you may share a goal and someone says, yeah, good luck with that. That's no good. You want to share it with someone that's like, oh yeah, I was able to do that and I I know it may feel hard sometimes, but I know you can do it. You know, that's what you're looking for. So, are there any guiding questions that someone could ask to sort of determine, you know, who should I be sharing this with? Yeah, let me share some of these. The first is, who do I trust with my most important aspirations? Who believes in me enough to be a cheerleader? Would this person feel threatened by my achievement? And would this person genuinely care about my success? Good questions. So share the goals with people who will affirm you. Principle number two about sharing goals is to share goals with people who will help you. Yeah, and one way of helping you is just accountability. You know, this is one of the main reasons we share our goals is because we know we need help. We need that accountability. That's right. So accountability, it's kind of a buzzword. uh, So you want to make sure that it's real accountability. I mean, at the end of the day, no one is responsible for you. You're responsible for you. You're responsible for yourself. But you can uh, leverage the positive pressure, if I could use that as a term, of accountability in a couple of ways. One, enlist a partner, someone who's 
working towards the goal, and two, ask for check-ins with someone who will actually check in with you. You know, we had a goal-setting time towards the end of last year, and one of my takeaways, we did this with our team, and someone had shared just how positive it was to get together with someone, and so I had this thought of like, oh, I want to, you know, get together with someone, and so I literally like surveyed, and I'm like, okay, who in my life do I know will actually check in with me? Yeah. I asked Neil. Yes, Neil. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. He's on <laughs> our listeners, team. The listeners don't know Neil. They but don't if you know Neil. If you know Neil, you know he's he's following through. So it's super helpful. For me, this is huge. This and you know who you you know, these tips, you know if they will work for you. And this one for me totally works. If I, you know, add this to a goal and really make sure that I reach out to someone or set up the goal where there's like built in accountability. It really works. Even with our company goals here at Michael Hyatt and Company, uh, as the leader of the marketing team, you know, I have to actually get up in front of everybody and report on how we did towards our goal. And it keeps me accountable. I know that I'm going to stand up in front of everybody and be accountable. And it, it, it really does drive me. Yeah. Another person you want to seek out to help you with your goals is someone that's done it before. So I mentioned before, sometimes I've struggled with not sharing. In fact, I would say, you know, I had, I remember when I was running my own consulting business, I had this goal and I had it quarter after quarter after quarter. And the one thing that was common with each quarter, I kept it to myself. Mm. And I didn't share with anyone that had actually been there and done that. And I felt like that really held me back. In fact, uh, when I finally did engage with someone, and, and maybe this is someone that you actually hire, you know, you could pay someone as a, a mentor or consultant, or maybe it's just someone that you know, you say, hey, could I bounce ideas off of you? I need help with this. That changed everything for me. I actually started to see way faster breakthrough, go figure, when <laughs> I kind of got over my own almost embarrassment that I was struggling and sought the help of someone that had been there and done that. Don't you think it's funny now? That that's true, and now you tell your goals on a podcast to thousands <laughs> and thousands of people. I know every week that know your goals. So the first principle of goal sharing was to share goals with people who will affirm you. The second principle: share your goals with people who will help you. What's the third principle, Courtney? Yeah, principle three is share goals with people who will celebrate with you. So the truth is some people can't or just won't celebrate your achievements and they might be jealous of your success or they may just be competitive or a frenemy. There, Ooh, there's a word you. for you. What Blake. a millennial you are. <laughs> or they may just be a negative. You know, some people just have a kind of cynical view of the world. Why are you looking at me when you say that? I, yeah, <laughs> never share your goals with people in these categories. Like if they – hit any of those. That's just not somebody that you want on your your goal team. Picture yourself announcing that you hit your goal. Imagine mm. hitting it. Picture yourself announcing it. Who will you want to tell first? Who could you really see joining you in that celebration? Yeah, I love that. Those are the candidates for people who you should be sharing your goals with. This is one of the reasons why, you know, I think with, you know, sharing goals in public, like, you know, using Facebook or Instagram or something like that, this is one of those reasons why that's dangerous. You know, I, I mean, have you ever shared something like that on Facebook or seen that? I have not personally shared something like that, mainly because I am very aware of how my goals may be perceived. So it's really kept me from doing that. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, most of our friends, you know, or followers, right. or whatever, they don't meet these three principal criteria that we're talking about. Exactly. And there is this, you know, that sense of like by just like announcing a goal, you kind of get like pseudo credit for it, even though you haven't actually done anything. You're just like a person that does that kind of thing. Like, oh, she's going to tr- she's going to run a marathon. And you kind of get personally the person that's sharing the goal. You get this little you get a buzz, a little um, <laughs> endorphin. What did we say last time when we talked about they're endorphins? Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're happy dolphins happy swimming through dolphins. your brain going, yay, you're so brave. You're so brave. Yeah. You're so strong. But like actually you haven't done anything. And so it kind of like hijacks that system and really undercuts your goal achievement. I think that's good, Courtney, because talking about this whole thing, I think really helps you locate yourself as you set goals as far as why am I setting this goal? It could actually also hijack your key motivations if those aren't firmly in the right place where it should be that helps you move the goal forward as you try to accomplish it. Right. I think one time that it does work to share in social media is if you're in a platform where you're able to share your progress, where you're still accountable for actually making movement on that goal. You can't just say, I'm going to run a marathon and then, you know, never follow up, you know, people People are not just sitting around waiting for your, like, crossing the finish line photo. They just, you know, gave you credit. Yeah, that's a good tip. So the summary here is sharing. It's not all good. It's not all bad. There's a way to do sharing really well. In fact, we did just announce Compass, which is a safe place. If you find yourself, you know, wondering, man, I don't know. I really don't know who meets those three principles, those criteria. That's part of the reason why we created the Compass program. So I won't go into detail about that. We actually recorded a detailed bonus ode earlier about that if you're interested in learning more. Um, But there is a way to do safe sharing or helpful sharing of your goals. So give us the rundown. What's the, the three principles again? Share your goals with people that will affirm you. Share your goals with people that will help you reach them. And share your goals with people who will celebrate when you achieve them. So you can feel confident, you can feel supported, and have the accountability that you need to make progress on those goals. So share your goals. I'm saying this to myself because I want to get better at that, be more strategic with that myself. Yeah, I mean, you've mentioned that several times and given several stories. I actually had a goal in 2019 that I really didn't share with anybody I actually didn't even write it in my planner because I was afraid someone might see it. Might pick it up and be like, what is this? I was, yeah. I really was worried. And it was basically to do what I could do to prepare to become the chief marketing officer here at Michael Hyatt and Company. That was a goal. But there was somebody that was already in that role. And so I didn't want it to become... Oh, Courtney, interesting. So gunning for my job, are you? Yeah, exactly. That is not my intention. It was more like, I want to do the part that I can do in that, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, to get prepared, to learn. You want to be qualified. grow Mm -hmm. and be qualified and ready, you know, if that opportunity presents itself. But it was, you know, I, I was real concerned about how that might be construed, you know, and so I didn't didn't share it, but I could have, you know, on the flip side of actually becoming the chief marketing officer here at Michael Hyatt and Company, I shared that story uh, with Megan Hyatt Miller, um, who's our COO, and Chad Cannon, who's now our chief sales officer, and both were like, you know, we would have been great, and they would have been, but I thought so much about how it might be perceived. Which I think there's some wisdom to that. There's, you have to weigh this, you know, it's a case-by-case thing, like we said. 
Um, but consider that because it is helpful. I think even on that journey, maybe it's not actually your bosses or your company that you share that with. I'm sure there are other people that have maybe ascended right. you know, in a company that That's you could what, have gotten feedback yes. from and gotten help from. You Absolutely. Know? If I would have had these three categories, I could have gone and like sought somebody out that had moved from you know, a marketing director position into a chief marketing officer and really gotten help along the way. Mm. Do you smell that? I smell like hot dinner rolls and – I think we need some butter. We need some butter. As our listeners have stated multiple times in That's reviews, true. we need some vocal butter. So, Mr. Smooth, <laughs> Mr. Verbs. I'm never going to live that one down. Uh, I literally <laughs> had no happens. idea where you were going when you started that statement. I knew exactly where he was you going. You did? I was I like, did. you know, for the second time in this episode, I'm just looking at you with this blank look of... <laughs> okay, give me the most butteriest line right here. Say... say, say Focus on this podcast and the most buttery. Get an extra buttery here. Welcome to Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's amazing. Well, speaking of reviews, again, you guys are doing a great job on sending reviews and encouragement on the podcast. If you have not already, please do so. I want to read one today, sending a special shout out to Paisley44, who wrote, love this podcast. Excellent, straightforward and useful information. I'm a new user to the Full Focus Planner. It's helping me to stay engaged and providing real-life tips and examples. So thank you so much, Paisley, for giving us that review on iTunes. Once again, hop in iTunes, review the show, give us the stars you think we deserve, and we'll keep this show moving. Blake? Courtney? I don't don't know what you mean there, Verbs. I think five-star is just, that's the rating. Yeah, but we also want genuine feedback and constructive criticism. Yeah, you know, we want your is. genuine feedback that lets me know how just how great I am. Oh, That's what we're looking for. Oh, goodness. For. And the, you go. know those are in there because yeah. we talked about that before. <laughs> There's a couple of Blake-friendly reviews sitting in iTunes right now. Apparently Blake Preach, makes people laugh. Preach, your checks are on the way, people. I th- thank you for that. And now let's get to the call with Aaron Dorgan. Aaron, it's Blake and Courtney from the Focus on This podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are y'all? We're doing great. Thanks for joining us on the show. We are talking about this idea of sharing your goals. So you set a goal. How do you know? Is it safe to share? Do you overshare? Do you use social media? So I'm curious, in your experience with setting goals, do you share your goals? Do you keep them all personal? Um, How does that flesh out for you? Sure. I definitely share some of my goals. Some I do keep personal. Um, And the ones I typically share are related more to like fitness goals, health goals, something in that general area. Okay. Can you give us an example maybe of a time where you've set a fitness goal and has the sharing part helped you or has it hurt you? You know, does it... I, I personally have struggled with that where, you know, I'll err on not sharing because I'm afraid, well, what if I fail? You know, have you had that experience? Yeah, I've definitely failed at goals. So you're not alone on that area. But um, for me, like one of the goals I've had is to go to a fitness class like twice a week. And I'll share with my husband. And, you know, there's times that I've missed it. And he's like, hey, you haven't been to Orange Theory this week. Are you going to go? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. Um, and so he definitely keeps me accountable and he's also supportive, right? He's my husband. So, um, for me, it's, it's, I feel very safe in that area and it's to help me keep going forward as opposed to like staying a wallowing in my, um, space. Cause I missed a goal. I just keep moving forward. It is really nice when we have someone that lives with us that really can see behind the curtain and they know like how you're really doing towards your goal. Yeah. And can be accountable and supportive. 
because they know how you're actually and nice. doing. And nice. And ju- <laughs> just, eno- just enough nice. That's right. Erin, did you have a question for us today? Sure. Yeah, I've been using the planner for about three months now. Um, and I feel like I've been able to start all the different sections and get going. But one area that I keep struggling with is task management. Um, I used to use a digital tool that became overbearing and just too many things. But now since going to the planner, I don't feel like I have a good method to keep up with it. Some tasks I might forget about. And then as life happens, it pops up in my face, you know, a few weeks later. And I'm like, oh, I meant to do that. And I forgot. Yeah, that's a great, a great question. I think that's one that a lot of people out there have asked before or, you know, wondered what's the best way to do it. And honestly, there's really several ways that you can approach this. Well, first, can I ask you a question? Do you do a weekly preview yet? I have started that, yes. Okay, because that is really helpful. Even with the things that I have in my paper planner, I'm able to, as part of my weekly preview, go back and check all the tasks that I had and move them into where they need to live for me to follow up in the future. Um, So just part of that habitual routine has really helped me. My other question is, do you use any kind of hybrid system with a project management tool or any kind of system like that? Not anymore. Um, I'd rather be all in versus do a 50-50 hybrid system. So that's kind of where I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So here's one idea for you um, that I actually learned from somebody that called in. I personally use a hybrid system with a project management tool. So on Uh, At the end of the week, I actually move my things into my project management system tasks that I didn't get done or need to be followed up with later. Uh, But some people, what they do is actually go ahead and date out ahead and put the task on the day that they need to follow up with it. So for example, if you had like, hey, follow up with me in two weeks about this, they would actually go two weeks ahead and list that task there. So they make sure when they get to that date, they have that visibility. Okay. Okay. I can definitely do that. Awesome. Well, Erin, thanks for joining us today. Hopefully some of those will be helpful for you as you kind of wade into how to, you know, keep task on the forefront. I think that's something we all kind of have to figure out for ourselves, especially as we use the planner um, and what method works best. Yeah, it's definitely a personal thing. So thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thank you all. All right. Awesome. Take care. Bye, Erin. That was a great call with Erin. Yeah. I think that's a question a lot of people have. And actually, one of the upcoming master classes in Compass is going to be all about a hybrid system. Mm-hmm. A deep dive, some expertise about how do you capture those tasks? How do you manage them for the things that don't exist in this week or today? But at some point, they might be relevant. Exactly. Courtney, do you have any final thoughts for this episode? Yeah, I think now you're at the point where maybe you're in the middle of a goal. You know, or maybe you're kind of at that part where like the newness has worn off a little bit and maybe you haven't shared that goal. I think now is the perfect time just getting somebody in that can help you with one of these areas. It might give you the boost you need to keep like stay on track, you know, to keep pursuing your goal with the same energy that you had at the beginning. That's right. And here's something cool that happens. I've experienced this actually with our team so before I worked with Michael Hyatt and company, all my goals were individual because I had my own business and I was doing my own thing. And it is so special to celebrate with people that have been with you on the journey. So one of the advantages of sharing one of your goals, even if it's a really personal goal, 
is that the goal inherently becomes more valuable because you're journeying with someone else through that. It doesn't have to be a formal accountability partner per se, but if it is, you know, that just adds that much more depth to it. So then when you cross the finish line, there's people with you cheering, you know, who can cheer with you because, you know, they're not just hearing, oh, you had that goal, that's cool. They actually were with you. They right. they, they saw you in the hard times, saw you in, in the moments of victory. So I think that's something special too. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today on Focus on This. That's right. The most productive podcast on the internet. Share it with your friends, folks, if you like it. Hashtag Focus on this podcast. And we'll be back next week talking about how to conquer, you know, a boring goal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I fell asleep. Sorry. What were you saying? Yes. Yeah. Like, if you've got a boring goal, we're going to give you the recipe for how to fix it. Wake up. That's right. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. It's a brand new day. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly program to help full Focus Planner users stay on track with their goals. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash compass.